time now for The Real Estate Connection with Stephen Thayard, a realtor and certified probate and real estate specialist. Whether you're a first-time homebuyer or a seasoned investor looking to downsize, move up, or refinance, this program is for you. From probate sales to landscape design to home repairs and maintenance, this is your weekly look into all things real estate. Now your host for The Real Estate Connection, Stephen Thayard. Welcome to the Real Estate Connection as I fix my shirt. Hey, welcome, welcome to another episode. Boy, things are changing. Things are changing. We are heading into a new normal. And um, the title of this show will definitely help you out. Inflation, in inflation's up, interest rates are up, and the history repeats itself and how can we learn from the past okay so if you're new to the show um and uh don't want to miss another episode send me an email right now at info at realestateconnectionradio.com that's info at realestateconnectionradio.com with your name and your email address and i'd be happy to add you to the podcast <clears throat> distribution list and uh the show is brought to you by good patriot realty a salute to home ownership all right, thank you very much for my sponsor. And if you are, oh yeah, real quick. thank you very much to my sponsor. And if you would like to sponsor the program and get some uh, publicity uh, from uh, my viewership, uh, contact me at info at realestateconnectionradio.com. That's info at realestateconnectionradio.com. Or give me a call at 408 472 0817. Again, 408 472 0817 for sponsorship or for your real estate needs. The market is changing, things are altering. However, the market is still moving. So, uh, the, the, um, uh, yeah, what the word is I looking for? The inspiration. That's right. The inspiration. The inspiration for today's show has come to, came to me by a lender friend, of, a, a lender friend of mine by the name of Linda Hayes. I've been working with Linda. I don't know. Jeez, ah, oh, shoot, for a long time, almost seven, eight years. Uh, she's absolutely fantastic. She's got her pulse on the market. Got her pulse on what's going on with real estate as well as lending because they're intertwined. You know, if you're gonna buy a house, usually that means a mortgage. And so lenders and real estates, real estate professionals are tied at the hip. And so she sent me this wonderful email uh, informing me of what's going on in the market with interest rates. And then just a reminder of historically what has happened in the past when we've been in a similar situation. Because the thing about history, history is that it tends to repeat itself. Um, that's why it's so important for us to be students of history and to read what happened in the past. Now, there's a saying out there that says whoever won tends to write the history. So winners usually write the history and they write it from their perspective. However, um, with the age of the internet and knowledge out there, you can get multiple different perspectives as to what has happened in the past, including what we're talking about here today. And that is inflation. So inflation has set in. We were talking about it before in the past as a possibility, um, uh, even in the beginning of a change in leadership in the United States of America, there was a discussion that was going on is that it was temporary and that it was going to move through and go away. But the, the, uh, 
the tone of that message has shifted as to being more of a permanent uh, or at least it's setting in as a situation that they now feel uh, that they need to deal with. And so we can look to the past to see how inflation has been dealt with by previous um, administrations within the United States of America and previous um, uh, political parties have dealt with it in similar fashion. So this email uh, was something that I thought I would just read to you and we could talk about it as we move forward. All right. So it starts off like this. Uh, good afternoon, which is very nice of Linda. She's so very polite. I appreciate her. She says the feds just raised rates 0.75%. So that's almost a full percentage point in a continued effort to slow the overheated economy. So um, that's her being polite, saying that they're raising interest rates to deal with inflation. Okay. Um, she is then goes on to quote um, what a leader in the mortgage industry has said. A leader in the mortgage space said yesterday, and this email was received by me on July, I'm sorry, June 15th, uh, which was earlier on this week. Uh, it says, a leader in the mortgage space said yesterday, the data looks almost identical to the time period of 1978 to 1980. So when I read that, I said, Stephen, let's go check out what was going on in 78 to 80. So back in 78, um, Jimmy Carter had just come into office um, and um, uh, we were dealing with inflation that was um, already happening and he took over, he came in and took it over. And so um, they're saying that the stim similar statistics or similar a similar landscape was happening in 1978 to 1980 as we're dealing with today. All right, so just to take you back a bit, rates went from 6% to 10% in 1978. And by 1982, the Fed prime rate was 18%. So the Fed prime rate had gone up dramatically over time. And so in order to curb inflation, which generally means that the cost of goods and services are going up as a whole across the entire board as far as commodities, food um, prices, um, housing, all goods and services are going up as a whole all over the place. And usually that means um, that we've seen a lot of money infused into the marketplace. And so when there's more cash floating around and more and people have more dollars to spend, then the cost goes up because there's just more dollars in the marketplace. And so you have to reduce dollars or make dollars more costly to borrow and decrease spending in order for the prices of goods and services to go down. Now, what else was going on in that time period in history is that we will we were dealing with fuel, fuel costs. There was an oil embargo that happened in OPEC uh, around 78 to 80 as well, and the price of fuel or oil was going through the roof. So during the Industrial Revolution, we switched from an agricultural-based society and we were using horses and buggies and we were kind of living within our general um, area of influence, basically as far as a horse could travel. But with the advent of machinery and equipment, we needed to fuel 
all of those machines. And so we were we first started off with steam power and then we moved into coal, which are fossil fuels and oil and gas. And those were very efficient and allowed us to expand, uh, to build uh, plants and um, machinery and equipment and, and do the manufacturing process uh, that Henry Ford kind of um, put on the map with um, repeatable lined, aligned production facilities. But you need energy to do that, right? So when energy goes up and it costs more to uh, manufacture or transport goods or to farm um, or to uh, move cattle around and, and butcher things and get it across the country, that's where it happens and then it spreads like a tentacle or cancer across the whole entire system. So what we're dealing with now as well is the cost of energy going way, way up as the administration is trying to um, transition the United States of America from um, fossil fuels to renewable energy. The issue is that it's, it's happening and um, because of the transition, it's causing fuel prices to go up. But the similarities from history is that fuel prices are going up, which is causing inflation. Cost of goods and services are going up. It's a problem. Um, and then we also dealt with the same issue back in the 70s, which was money. Money was infused into the system by different administrations and leadership styles and how they handle the economy for the United States of America. Whether it was Democrat or Republican, it doesn't really matter when we're talking about history because there's just facts. Facts are money infused into the system, too much money, and then pricing of uh, oil uh, and fuel is going up. So if I look back into the 70s at interest rates, in 77, the mortgage 30-year fixed was 8.85% on average for the year. In 78, it went to 9.64% average over, over the year. 79, it jumped to 11.2%. In 80, 1980, it jumped to 13.74. In 81, it, it jumped up to 16.63. And in 82, it started to come back down at 16.04. So if the trend holds, then we could start to see interest rates climbing dramatically over the next few years as we continue in this inflationary period, dealing with a lot of a lot of money in the system and also dealing with the high cost of fuel. So what does that mean for real estate and buyers and sellers? All right. So um, I'm going to jump ahead into Linda's email and I will let you know. She says, I remember reading years ago that for every 0.25% increase in rates, 5% of buyers are priced out of the market. Since January of this year, that would be roughly 20%. After today's rate increase, we are looking at approximately <clears throat> 35%. So that means as of today, right now, as we're talking in this podcast, 35% of the buyers that were in the market before interest rates went up are now gone. That means 35% of the competition just disappeared out of the marketplace. Now, what's the other issue pushing back on what's going on? And that's that there has been a two-year pent-up in demand 
of housing from buyers, which means buyers are still out there. There's just not as much, but they still want housing and the supply is still low. We're going to deal with supply issues because over the last seven to eight years, as the market has heated up, more people have put equity into the marketplace to hold uh, their position. And lending rules were tightened after the crash of 07 and 08, which means that all those people that have been buying houses since the recovery after the market crash have been well qualified, money down, good jobs, and good credit, which means there's a solid foundation of value in the housing market out there today. So if you're a seller and you're seeing that there's less competition in the market and you don't absolutely have to move and you do not want to lose value in your home, then you're more likely than not to pull your house off the market. Now, if you are in a situation where you absolutely have to move and you need to get your house sold and pull as much money out of it as possible, then you're going to start making concessions because you have less buyers in the market and they're going to be competing for the top tier properties and they're going to be asking for concessions because in order to buy housing now with higher interest rates, they need to do things like either lock in their loan for a long period of time or buy down the interest rate by paying points. Now, we haven't dealt with this in a while because interest rates have been so low. When an interest rate is 2.75%, 3%, 3.5%, 4%, people aren't really concerned about their interest rates. But as interest rates click up over time and we start seeing them head towards 8 or 9%, then people are then concerned about their mortgage payments and interest rates rising. Now, with that being said, the fixed rate right now is still going to be the way to go because you're going to lock in your interest rate for 30 years and not have to worry about rising rates. But if you see the trend that I just talked about as interest rates rose from 1977 to 1982 from 8.85% all the way to 16.63%, that should be um, a sense of urgency for anyone who's in the real estate market today. Even though you're concerned that interest rates are going up, they could still go up a lot more. So if you're going to buy a house or you're qualified to buy a house, then you should be urgently looking right now. This is the time to do it before rates get any higher. And you should be looking for a sellers, hopefully to make concessions because as people are leaving the market, sellers are no longer seeing multiple offers and bids way over asking. Now, if a seller gets a full price offer with no contingencies, that's the top of the line. What you're more than likely going to be seeing as a seller in the marketplace, if you have a really nice home, is a full price offer and maybe asking for minor repairs without any credits for closing costs. That's going to be the top of the line offer. And so sellers, you need to adjust your expectations in the marketplace right now. If you're waiting for it to change based on where we're at and looking back in past history at high fuel costs and lots of money floating around in the system, this means this inflationary period 
um, is going to lead to more towards a recessionary period, which means interest rates are going to continue to rise as fuel prices stay high. So if you're looking to get the most out of your money, I mean, most money out of your house, now's the time to do it and to take that haircut of I'm not going to get over asking. If you're getting fair market value, because fair market value is still really high, especially in the Bay Area, that's still really good. You're not getting price pressure as far as people shoving the price down. If you're overpriced and you went for it, right, and maybe your real estate professional said, hey, I wouldn't go that high, and you went higher, and now you're seeing that you have to reduce your price in order to get more activity, then now's the time to start really paying attention to what your real estate professional is telling you. Go for market value. Make sure that your house is in the top tier category, which means doing all the things that we've talked about before on this podcast about getting your house ready for sale and making it look spectacular so that you shine because now you do have competition. Even though there may not be a lot of other houses on the market, those houses are competition and they're fighting for fewer buyers. Remember, it's been reduced by... 35% even though they're still out there which means buyers are being a little bit are going to be a little bit more picky and they're going to ask for concessions. Now, if you're trying to get your house sold and you're dealing with this, there are some options for you. Now, the first thing you're going to think is, "Hey, I need to reduce my price." Well, that may not be the best way in order for you to get your house sold when you're dealing with higher interest rates in the marketplace. Maybe the best thing to do is to offer a 2% credit to help the, the buyer or the purchaser pay points to buy down the loan, <clears throat> right? So if you're priced at fair market value, you offer credits to the buyer so that they can use that cash to buy down the loan. Buying down the loan interest rate will then allow them to afford a lower to, uh, uh, will allow them to have an, a lower payment on your on the house that's priced the same price. So Linda gave a couple of examples there. If you have a house price at a million two, right, and it's, and and you're and it's not selling, you could do a price reduction um, to a million one fifty, and then. Um, if they have the same interest rate at say 5.875%, their principal and interest payment on that loan is going to be $5,442, right? Which means they're gonna save $237. However, if, and let me pull up Linda's email right now because I wanna make sure that um, I'm getting it right. Um, and so uh, usually there would be some music or interlude as we as we go into um, looking for material uh, to pull off from. But um, we're not going to do that. Um, I'm just going to go here and search Linda Hayes. All right, here you go. So in her example, if you reduce the price by 50000 right? We talked about that. However... If you just offer a 2% credit towards closing costs, which would be $24,000, then you would be able to reduce the interest rate 
for the buyer from 5.875 to 5.125, which would then reduce their payment of principal and interest to $5,227 uh, from uh, their original or from from their original, which would have been five thousand six hundred seventy nine dollars. And so I'm 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 messing this all up because I didn't give you the original scenario. So the original scenario was so you have a listing of uh, a list price of one million two hundred thousand and a loan amount of nine hundred and sixty thousand and you have an interest rate of five point eight seven five. Your principal and interest payment is going to be five thousand six hundred seventy nine dollars. So if your house isn't selling and you go to reduce the, the home by 50 grand, then the loan is going to come down to $920,000 and uh, based on uh, 20, uh, uh, whatever the percentage down payment was. And I don't have that in front of me. Um, but basically what, what we're saying is, and I know I'm, I've, I've completely screwed up <laughs> talking about how that works, but basically what I'm trying to say is if you offer a credit towards closing costs, what will happen is it will make it more lucrative for the buyer so that they can have a lower payment by buying down the rate with the closing costs. So if you're a buyer out there and you're saying, hey, I can't afford the payment anymore because these 30-year fixed rates have been pricing me out of the market, talk to your lender and I suggest Linda Hayes because she's absolutely fantastic. And I'm going to throw her number out there real quick. All right, Linda, what is your phone number? Here we go. Linda Hayes. Linda Hayes can be reached at 408-483-4747. Again, 408-483-4747. And contact her and she can help you by suggesting that you pay a couple of points to buy down the rate. And you're like, well, I don't have the cash to pay down the points. Well, you don't need the cash. When you write the offer, call me, Stephen Thayard with Good Patriot Realty, a salute to home ownership at 408-472-0817. Again, 408-472-0817. Call me. I write the offer for you. We request that 2% credit from the seller in order for you to use it in order to buy down your rate so that you can still buy the house and afford it uh, based on what you're comfortable with in your monthly payments. And so when Linda's working with you, she's gonna talk about all these strategies and how, and how you can still stay in this housing market even as interest rates are rising. And that's the point. The point is, let's look to the past, see how they did it back then, look at the trends, and anticipate where the market is going to be moving in the future based on similarities of what happened in the 70s, the late 70s, early 80s, and where we might be heading today. And that's the point of the whole show. Look to the past so that it can inform you on how to deal with the present. And if you have any questions, give me a call, Stephen Thayard at 408-472-0817. And I'm gonna try something. I've never tried to bring somebody on the phone um, while I'm in the middle of a show, but I'm going to try see if we can get Linda on the on the phone and see if she can add anything to our conversation today. What do you say? I'm ringing her right now. All right, so I have Linda Hayes on speakerphone, and she's now live on the Real Estate Connection. And so, Linda, we were just talking about how if you you can put in an offer to request a two percent 
credit for closing costs and use that to buy down your interest rate so that you can still afford the home that you're looking for. And I just wanted you to speak real quick to that and, and say how you do that for your, um, for your buyers and how we work together to make sure that people can still get into a house even though we're dealing with inflationary issues that resemble the late 70s, early 80s when we had high fuel and uh, high fuel costs and there was a lot of money circulating in the system. everyone out there, Stephen, so thank you for calling and asking. You know, a lot of people are trying to decide, you know, do we offer something lower? Because there's still a two-year backlog of buyers. So even though the market might be softening in a few outlying areas, outlying beyond the Bay Area, uh, you know, how does a buyer uh, compete? Uh, with rising interest rates, even though home prices are still basically staying the same. And one is to help qualify is to ask the seller for a credit. And the credits are limited by the government. You know, some, depending on the purchase price, you can go up to 3%. But when you're looking at homes in the million dollar range, a 2% is what's acceptable to a lender. And this will help a borrower buy down their interest rate so that their payment is lower, helping to offset uh, today's higher interest rates. And with that savings, uh, basically they will have money left over to help uh, with that monthly payment. That is the type of professional advice everybody needs in this market. And Linda absolutely is the person to call. So I'm going to give out Linda's number one more time. Linda can be, well, you give out your number, Linda. Okay. It's 408-483-4747. And I'm always happy to help strategize. And that's what we need. You need plan, strategy, and action. And we've seen this before. So we've got history in the past that we can look at. We have similar uh, factors, high inflation due to uh, lots of money in the system and also due to high fuel costs. We've, we've talked about that from 1977 to 1982, interest rates went from 8.85% to 16.04%. So there is a sense of urgency for you to get ahead of those high interest rates now, because if we stay in this same fact pattern, then it's uh, probably going to continue to rise over time but if you get in now and lock in that rate for the next 30 years then you won't have to deal with this um, and get into housing while you can while you still can at a lower rate because historically we're still really good when I bought my first house it was at eight percent and I remember it dropping to seven and six and I was super excited so um, we haven't crossed that six percent mark yet um, and but the future is telling us it could go much higher. So give Linda a call today if you're at all on the fence and walk through your fact pattern with her and then she'll refer you back to me and we'll get you uh, strategized in how to get into a house. And for you sellers, be open to giving these credits so that you can get get your properties sold um, 
and do all the things necessary in order to get um, uh, your property in the top tier of those that are being looked at by buyers out there. All right, Linda. Well, thank you very much. Um, I'm going to end the show. I'm going to end the show with you on. Um, I just want to read this real quick. It says, Joshua 1.9, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Thank you very much, everybody, for uh, joining me today on the Real Estate Connection. God bless you. God bless the United States of America. Uh, pay attention to history. It can save you time and save you money. And we'll see you next week on another episode of The Real Estate Connection. Take care. This has been The Real Estate Connection with Realtor and Certified Probate much, and Real Estate Specialist, Stephen Thayard. Licensed Cal BRE number 01700019. For more information on this program, visit realestateconnectionradio.com. To contact Stephen directly, call 408-472-0817 or email info at realestateconnectionradio.com. And be sure to tune in next week at this time for The Real Estate Connection.